Y'all there? Hello? Hello? Y'all there? Yeah, we're here. Uh, Eddie, you got to get rid of that Android, man. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, that's to... I was like, well, maybe with this is will work. Yeah, I was like, that Android, man, is killing us. <laughs> <laughs> y'all doing all right? Yes, yeah, sir. Doing all right, man. Finally can get it done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I just start with the intro, and then I start like with you, Eddie. Okay. And then we'll. That's got something to say, like, in any questions or something, or something like that. But I do have questions for her too. So. Okay. All right. All right. Welcome everybody. We're here, episode ten, of Levi's U Sports Talk, and today we have a, a trainer instructor. Um, Eddie Rodriguez, um, been instructing, training for 10 years. He just opened up to everybody about four years ago. We have a, I guess I can say a special guest, his daughter, Destiny Rodriguez, um, freshman, Tennessee. Uh, I want to welcome y'all to the, to the show. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank Any, you. Anything yeah. to grow the sport. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to start with you, Eddie. Um, talk about your your upbringing. We can start off there, and how did you get into to training? And and you can start there from with those questions. Um, so how did you know? How did you get into? Did you start? Did you start baseball at a at a young age, or when did you get into baseball? Yeah, I started playing baseball when I was young. I was maybe like five or six or something like that, but. Um, I've always loved the game, baseball, right? So, so I played my whole life, you know. And uh, once I had, when Des was born, you know, that's what she went into, just to play baseball. So we, she started playing baseball at the age of three, and uh, we really didn't know anybody in the softball world. So we just played baseball until probably she was about seven, eight, eight years old, and then she started getting picked up with um, some girls softball teams here and there and that's how she got into the softball world but me um i've always been a student of the game of baseball slash softball you know and um when i first started the whole softball deal i I, you know i wasn't really all in i was a baseball guy Mm -hmm. but now you ask me now i'd rather be at a softball field than a baseball field you know that's my love now and um i've always studied hitting you know that's always been that's that's to me I feel like that's the hardest thing to do in any sport you know hit a round ball with a round bat square right Right. to be able to hit it square (laughs) so it's like to me I feel like that's the hardest thing to do you know so it's it's kind of it's hard right it's like in the MLB if you succeed three out of ten times you know you're a hall of famer right so so it's like you're gonna fail more times than you're gonna succeed so that's that's one of the hardest things, especially for like parents to understand. Like I know you want your kid to go out and hit, you know, every single at bat. You want them to be five for five every game, right? But that's not realistic, right? So yeah. you, you're just trying to square the ball up every time we hit, right? And then hopefully it finds a hole, right? Mm. Like how do you how do you go about? You know, like you got. You got different girls. I know you. How, about how many girls do you train? 
you know, a rough number? Um, I would say about 20 to 25 or so. So, yeah, about about 20, 25 or so. Well, that's not including the, the team. Yeah, not including the, you know, the team. Okay. Okay, so you have, like, a whole team go? Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, that's about about right. Okay. And so, like, like when you when you first get a girl in, like, what, what steps do you take, like, in? Because I know everybody got different swings. So everybody swing different. Some people come in and probably have no idea what they're doing. Like, how do you go about training, starting with, you know, girls that don't really have experience in, in even swinging a bat? So with that, we, the first thing we get started with is a barrel path, right, to make sure we're just getting the barrel to the ball. Right. Yeah. And try to make it as simple as possible. Just try to make solid contact, make, you know, worry, worry, we'll worry about the lower half later. We just want to be able to get the barrel on the ball. You know, with that, they get confidence and like, oh, look, I hit the ball. Right. And it's like so you just want them to start building that confidence and to enjoy the game. That's one of the biggest parts. And that's, you know, every kid you ask them, what do you want to do? I want to hit. Right. So. Mm-hmm. If, if they can't hit, then it's not going to be as fun for them, right? So that's the first thing that I'll work with. And then we have some other – well, I've come across some other kids with not not as – that have been in the game for a while, but their swings aren't there. But they make contact, solid contact. So with that, you know, it's working for them. So it's not going to – what works for them doesn't work necessarily going to work for the next person. So with them, I just kind of tweak them for the future you know what i mean so it's like they're having success now so we want to keep that success going but slowly we start tweaking for when the ball starts moving a little bit more right when they get a little bit older that 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 swing probably won't transfer you know in the later ages so i know i don't want to drastically change what they're doing mm-hmm. because they're having success at the moment so we want to just get there we're going to get there slowly right you don't want to confuse them and be like hey what well, you i just went four for four you know and now you're telling me to swing totally different right so we don't want to do that either we want to keep that confidence up right so that's the main thing of hitting right if you're you're up there confident you're you know you're probably going to get the job done right mm-hmm. and and so like so like once they once they like i guess get to to where you need them to be then that's when you start like kind of switching it up, to right? Swinging the correct way. Yes. So once they're up, then so so I guess it's easier when they come in with zero experience, right? With zero experience, I can just we can just do what I feel you need to get to, right? So we just start right away because we're just re- we're just building a whole a brand new hitter, right? Mm-hmm. So that those those I would say they're easy. Not really, but they are, right? But that's probably the easiest students to have. The others that that have already been successful and they're like halfway there, those are really good too, right? And it all depends on how coachable the kids are and how bad they want it also. Because mm-hmm. you can't come once a week and expect to be, uh, uh, you know, you know, be successful if you're not doing anything outside of the hour or 30 minutes that I see you, you know? It's like you have to be able to do your own 
yeah. on your own. You know, if not, we're going to be starting from square one every single week. You know, and it's like it's going to be just really a waste of time for us and and the parents, right? Yeah, I'm pretty for- fortunate to have all my kids. They all ask what I need to work on. You know, what you know, give them a little bit of homework here and there, and what they need to focus on for the week. You know. Okay, and and it's like it's it's really important though to always practice outside of the one on one training, right? Right, and or should I say one on two? Because one thing that I always like when we started is that there's is is right there, like it's yeah, just it's like it's here. Yeah, it's it's a little different when you know you can kind of sit back and kind of see what they what they doing and and she there helping you. That's that's one thing I always did really like that she was there every time somebody would ask me like you know where do we go and i tell them and you know they like oh, okay and oh his daughter this i'm like yeah and you know the good thing is that she'd be right there if she's at home she's out there helping and like there's always a plus i mean especially for for us it was always a plus yeah i'm with her she does it just because she loves to help you know like I don't force her to be out here. You know what I mean? She's, mm-hmm. she's a, she, that, you know, you guys were coming to me, you know, since she was in high school, she could be out with her friends in high, high school, but this is, right. this has been, you know, our life really for the past 15 years. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's been all softball all the time. Right. So, yeah. In a way, I feel like the little girls make me better too. Okay. In, in little, in little ways, they make me better, make me brighten up my day. <laughs> Mm. Good way to end my day. Yeah, because I tell you one thing: you make you a good role model out here, especially for my kids. She still talk about dads all the time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, so, so how was the process like when dads first started? Like, was it hard for her, like with her swinging, because uh, was she just a natural, natural athlete from the start? Um. I guess in her, yeah, she was, she was natural from the beginning. She was, she always had a little extra. So at, even at the younger age, you know, at like probably like six, five and six, she was playing eight U with the boys um, travel team at, at five, six. And uh, she always had a little extra. So it was like, it still was never good enough for me, of course. Right. But it was like. <laughs> You, you forget, yeah, and you and you forget that, and I would forget like, hey, well, some of these boys are nine years old already, and she's five, right? But it's like, you know, but um, yeah, she was always a little more advanced with her glove, and her hitting caught up, probably like around ten when she was about ten. She was always a decent hitter, but she was so undersized that mm-hmm. she didn't have much power, you know. And then finally, she started we were able to get every ounce of her, you know, of her weight behind the ball and started, the ball started flying. Mm, yeah. It sure be flying too. <laughs> You're, right <about> that. <laughs> You're right about that. Uh, so Eddie, like, how do you like when you have, you know, I know different kids learn, some learn faster than others. Like, how do you relate to the kids that, that learn the process slower than the other kids? So with them, we uh, it's it, I know it's a cliche, right? Uh, to trust the process. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really what it has to be, right? And, and they have to believe it. 
and they have to see small improvements, right? Even if it's like, hey, you know, I only got one ball to the back of the cage last week. So today we're going to get two, right? Even if it's that small of an improvement and they see it, for them, it's like it makes their day, right? It's like, yeah, they see the progress. So they just have to believe that whole trust the process, right? And, and once they start seeing it, then they start wanting it more and more and more, right? And then they're just all of a sudden, one day it'll click and then it's like, whoa, who is that kid, right? And mm-hmm. and I've had kids like that, you know, and it's like they started like way behind and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, what's going on? And there's like, maybe it's just one lesson and then it's like, whoa, wait a minute. It's like, okay, okay, now now we're getting somewhere, right? It's like, it, that's that's the great part of what, what we do or what I do, right? Like, I love to see kids succeed and the joy, the joy that it brings them. You know, like when the kids like, like Des, for instance, right? She had her first home run. You're Des, I'm talking about it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that brings so much joy to me, right? And it's like, to know the work that they put in and they finally see it pay off, right? So yeah, that, that's like, that's like the best part of doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's always that got to be a good feeling to know. Like, because I'll tell you one thing before she started going to you, she was just uh, I'm not, I can't say trash, but <laughs> she, she wasn't far from it. <laughs> you know, like, I did, you know, the few things that that I knew, but it wasn't nowhere near where she was at, where she at now, like, not even close. So that's one thing I can always congratulate y'all on is to helping her out. Cause I mean, we did some, some crazy hours in that backyard. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, you come in at like what, 10 o'clock at night, nine, yeah. nine 30, 10 o'clock, you know, right after a practice or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's what it takes, right? It's like the sacrifice of us parents and the yeah. kids willing, you know, it's like whatever it takes. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Des, how was, how was it coming up, you know, being in the backyard with pops all the time? Cause I know y'all was back there a lot. So <laughs> how, how was it, you know, just, just knowing like you have a, you could, like he said earlier, like you could be hanging out with friends, like most high school girls doing, or I mean, just high school kids. How is it just, how was it just growing up in the backyard being focused on softball? Um, well, it wasn't easy. I'll say that, um, coming out here after long days at practice. Um, oh, if we're talking about high school, like long days at practice, um, and then knowing that I still have to come out here and hit too, like I, I looked forward to hitting with my dad after my high school practice, because I knew that back here, I was going to get better every pitch. So, um, if we're talking about like from freshman year to senior year, um, I feel like I improved so much during those years after my practice at in high school because like I was dog tired um, out here and knowing that I still wanted to hit after because I knew little things that I had to work on. So I, I loved doing that. Um, but if we're talking about like childhood, um, growing up, um, well, from what I can remember, uh, he was really hard on me, but it all it all paid off. So it, I enjoyed every moment of it, um, even if he was uh, getting frustrated at me, throwing the ball 10 times harder where I couldn't catch it. Um, 
<laughs> or if it was, he was uh, teaching me how to throw um, correctly. It's funny because Brianna right now doesn't really know how to throw correctly, and it's like I'm getting PTSD because he's like, do you just not know how to throw? <laughs> and I'm like, man, that used to be me. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I love every every minute of just getting better because I know when I'm with him, it's it's always fun. It's never just so serious or we could be serious in the moment, but afterwards we know that it's all love. So mm-hmm. that's that's nice. So how was it like what age did you start um travel softball? Um I started traveling in about maybe ten U, twelve U. Okay. And then it just it just never stopped, huh? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um I really I enjoyed playing travel ball. That was saying goodbye to travel ball last year is probably the one of the toughest things I had to go through. Um, that really that really uh, sucked. I didn't think that it was going to hurt that much. But after playing 14 years of it, that saying goodbye to travel softball was really hard. Um, I guess I started in 10 U with the Bombers and then I finished in 18 year with the Bombers. So that's kind of ironic. Yeah, Bombers, I mean, it's the only one way to go. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all my listeners, but I'll, it is what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, okay, Des, how, when did you realize, like, okay, like, I got it, I got it, and, but I want, I want more. Like, you know, probably at the beginning of, Maybe, I don't know, you know, you was, you know, mediocre player. And I'm not saying that's what you was, just, a, you know, a little something, you know. And then you're like, I need to get to this next level. Around what age did you realize that, okay, it's time for me to, to put it up a notch? Um, I would probably say maybe in sixth grade. So probably in sixth grade. Um, finally, like, colleges were – reaching out and looking um i mean sixth grade sixth grade (laughs) um it's one year out of elementary (laughs) yeah that it's crazy um i was really fortunate to have good good coaches with blaze when i went to blaze uh my seventh grade year i believe i was with them and they really helped me a lot with the recruiting process and development process um i i enjoyed playing for them and go I played for Tammy Davis, and I'm pretty sure that's when I was like, okay, I got to crank it up a notch because she expected – she had such high expectations for every single one of us, and um, I just – I wanted to be the best. So, I honestly, I just wanted to make her proud. Um, she was a really tough coach, and I really just wanted to get through her skin and, like, really make her proud. And, um, I mean, I would say that I did do that because I just ran a camp with her in Thanksgiving – and um she told me so <laughs> i mean so that that really uh that really helped she was a really good coach everybody with blaze was a really good coach um really helped me push myself um but that was just one notch um i guess my second notch was probably covid year uh sophomore year so i started personal training in my the summer of my freshman year going into sophomore year and I got in really good shape going into sophomore year. Um, and then we were probably like maybe three games into the season 
uh, in high school until district. Um, oh, yeah, two games into district. And then uh, COVID hit and we got cut short. And after that, like, I just kind of – everybody saw COVID as, like, I guess a downfall. Um, but I kind of looked at it as an advantage because um, I got to stay home. <laughs> one <laughs> I, I didn't have to wake up and go to school but um I mean we we would me and my dad would come out here every day because he would be home from work too so we would come out here every day and we would like build different gadgets to help me get stronger to help me get faster and it was that was that was a, a fun time um I would be lifting weights with like chains on me that was that was some hard that was some hard work but <laughs> I like but so. I mean we did what we had to do during covid and I feel like it really paid off when we came back junior year so my junior year um that was by far the best year I had playing softball I uh, wish that year <laughs> junior year um and that's when I committed to Tennessee as well um I really enjoyed junior year um I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure I enjoyed it because I did well. So um, <laughs> that that was that was great. And then after junior year, I was like, okay, things are getting real. Um, it's time to keep going up because next year it is next year, and then college is right around the corner. And so I, I guess I went up about a couple of notches along the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they weren't easy. I bet. I couldn't. Uh, good thing I wasn't into sports as much as y'all are. Cause <laughs> I, I, working out. I, I hated working out. 100% hated it. And oh, also, I don't like working out. I just like, <laughs> I just like seeing the results later. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> there you go. And you know, you know, like when she was younger, we never called it practice, right? So we were never practicing. It was like, hey, like she would, she was the one that would come grab me, like, "Hey, you want to play?" Uh, I was like, "Yeah, yeah all right, we'll, we'll go outside and play, right?" And then we're, all of a sudden, it turns into like a full practice. Like we're fielding for an hour, and then she, at the time, she wanted to be a pitcher, but she's pitching for an hour, and then she's catching for an hour, and then she's hitting for an hour, right? And it's like, what, the, what the hell, right? It's like I thought we were just playing, right? And then it's like. And you know, I went along with it because she loved the the game, right? So it's like, okay, well, well, let's go play, right? So we were from the ages of like five till probably eleven, we would just go out and play. And then, you know, once once it got so that was one of the things, right, that we would always joke about when kids say like, "Oh, I just got a workout in." It's like, what do you mean you got a workout? You just hit, (laughs) right? It's it's not a workout. You're hitting. You're having fun, right? It's like. A workout is, you know, those bleachers and those, you know, running those those three miles, right, to warm up. Those are workouts, right? <laughs> Pulling chains or flipping tires. And it's like you're hitting. That's the fun part, right? It's like you're having fun. You're just playing, right? So that's always stuck with us. Like, you know, that's <laughs> it's not a workout. It's just, you know, you're hitting. That's the yeah, fun part right. of it. Yep. You're not doing much at all. Yeah, you're just hitting, right? It's like you're working on your craft. That's what we say now. Now it's like you just work on your craft, right? It's not a workout. You're just working on your craft, trying to get better. 
So when did when did you see Eddie? When did when, when you seen in dance like like okay like like she got it like we need to we need like I need to take it up a notch as in y'all going outside and play like when when did you like okay at what age did you say it did it click to you and was like okay we can we can make it you know so when I first saw it was when the first I hadn't been to a softball game and we went to a game at UT. And uh, she was, I think, eight or nine. And I was looking around and I was like, you know what? Like, we can do this. I was like, you can play here. You can play on this field. I was like, is that what you want to do? And, and of course, she didn't know, right? And, and we never played for that. It was always for the weekend, right? We're playing to get better for the weekend. It was never like to get a scholarship. That, that was the last thing on our mind, you know? And it was always for fun for the weekend i can't wait for this weekend i want to do good this weekend all right well let's go out there and let's practice right let's go let's go play and then um when i finally really when i really saw it was probably 14 years um when she started getting all this interest from colleges because i really for to me it was like why why do you want her right it was like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my, so so one a funny story was that so she had one of the worst games I've ever seen her play. Right, we're uh, we're in uh, Florida at the, back then. There was like a big tournament in Florida in the in the fall, mm-hmm. and all the all the colleges were there. It was a D nine, and um, so she has like a terrible game. Right, she's like probably zero for three with like three pop ups in the infield, and and then she like she's catching behind the plate. She's faking to throw the ball to a base, and she throws it to the outfield. Right, and I'm like. <laughs> what the and then after that game uh coach calls me over and she's like patty gasol wants her to go to her camp i go patty gasol oklahoma i was like <laughs> i go what is she looking at I was like, and she was like no i mean she goes trust me she goes they know what they're doing she goes and they see it right so i was like okay and then that same weekend right then we had lsu and then arizona and all these other schools mississippi state asking and i'm like what her why right <laughs> you know, still like and then after that after that it actually just like started fueling her a little bit more like i saw it both ways from different kids some kids couldn't handle that pressure and some kids like thrived under that pressure and you would tell them like or they would look in the stands be like oh so and so's here i'm gonna step it up and they would right and others were just scared to death I mean, you're talking about seventh and eighth graders, right? They're they're babies still, yeah. so you, you know it's it's understandable, right? And, but that's when I really started, like probably her seventh grade year, when it's like, okay, so these schools are after her, so I'm I'm guessing she's we got, you know, we're we're pretty good, we're pretty good. We just need to push a little bit more, right? We have to keep pushing now. Mm-hmm. So that's that was probably the first the first time once once you've seen it, yeah. Once they actually started showing interest and then it's like her all of a sudden her power went up right like because that's when she really grew like filled out right so 14 years that's when all the home runs started coming at you know i was at a point where it's like man it's like you're only hitting a couple of home runs here and there i'm like that's not gonna cut it right so it's like i'm like ah. i remember like, that i'm like <laughs> like ah. yeah i was like for a while i was like i don't know but then all of a sudden in 14 years they just started pouring in when her body grew you know when she grew into her body you know and it's like okay 
okay, now we're, now we're getting somewhere. Now I see what they're seeing. It's like, okay, that, that these college scouts have a really good eye, right? I mean, of course, they're, they're going to miss, but you look at all these kids that were getting recruited when she was getting recruited, they're all at a big school. Like, you see the same kids at the camps. And then you look around and you're like, man, like, they, I guess they knew what they were talking about, right? And then some that didn't make it or, you know, that weren't picked up, you always wondered why weren't they getting picked up or why aren't they getting looked at? And then it's like, they're not playing softball anymore. It's like, they saw that too, you know, mm. it's like they, they have a really tough job, but they, I think they do a really good job like across, you know, across the country, but you yeah. still have those like, cause of course I'm like, I'm close to our Texas girls. Right. So I'm like, Oh, come on. You're taking that kid over this kid. You know, of course, I'm always rooting for our Texas kids, especially our local kids, right? Our San Antonio kids, and it's like, come on, like I've, you know, this kid of, you know, she can she can provide more to you than that kid, right? But it's a at the end of the day, you know, it's, you know, I'm, I'm just thankful that all the kids are getting looked at, you know. Yeah. It's such a big, such a big. Um, it, it's not. It's it's not just. Um, I know there's there's like memes out there. It's not like D one or bust, right? It's like if you want to play softball at the next level, there's a spot for you. Yeah, it's a spot. It's softball, that's the good thing, man. It don't matter. You go to small school, big school, just just go and get your education. Yeah, you got to use it, right? You you invest so much into it, and it and it's like you want to use it to your benefit, right? Use it to your advantage to 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 you know get you a head start in life, right? And it's like it teaches you so much. So I feel like most softball players are already more advanced than your regular 19-year-old that doesn't have, that didn't play softball, right? So softball teaches you so many life lessons, right? The the ups and downs and, you know, the grind, you know. Mm-hmm. So when, when, she hit her, when she hit her first home run, at, what age was she when she hit her first home, over the fence home run? Uh, she was eight, playing eight U. So how was how did how did how did you feel? She was seven. I was surprised, and I felt yeah. It was like <laughs> I was pretty emotional though, because it was like wow, like I couldn't believe that. I, I guess with her, because of her size, was what really what shocked me, right? Because it's like whoa, like she's this small and she's able to. You know, her arms are like little poles, right? And it's like <laughs> it's like she's able to to hit with the big girls and it's like okay it's like so but that was yeah that was an amazing feeling at, at that young age mm-hmm. just because i knew how much it meant to her right and it's like so i mean if you look at me now like during that that junior year when they were in um making that run for state right it's like my best friend was always at most at all the games right and and he's like when des is up to hit he's looking at me and my hands are shaking Right, and it's like he was like, "Man, he goes, you weren't like that ever when you played." And I was like, "I know, I go, but I know how bad she wants it, you know." So it was like, and there's nothing I can do about it. It's all her, right? And it's like I'm there, my hands are shaking, and hoping she comes through, right? So, but but yeah, I go. I was, you know, I can't wait. You know, hopefully we get that feeling again. And there's the the same question for you like how, how did you feel when you hit your first over the fence home run um i honestly don't remember um i 
that many already. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't. I don't remember. Like I, I would ask like the girls would ask me when did you hit your first home run. And I'm like, girl, I don't know. I'm like, I need to ask my dad. So then I ask my dad, and he tells me, and I just, I don't, I don't remember. I do remember it was at Seguin, I think. Right? Was that Seguin? You don't want to Seguin. I want to Sopolis. Okay. So I, I, I really don't know, mm-hmm. but. I can tell you how it feels to hit a whole uh, walk off. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I could, I could tell you how it feels um, to do that. And I, um, I mean, let's see. Ju- like I said, junior year was was the best year. Um, that was even in select ball too. Um, that was the best year. Uh, I. I can't remember um, how many home runs I hit junior year, um, but I remember specific ones where uh, the, the yeah the playoffs. Um, I guess round three we were playing Round Rock and we were down. Um, can't really remember the score, but we okay. Yes, we were down two with the runner at second and third, and um, there's two outs. And I believe it was probably the sixth. The s- it's top of the seventh. Right. Top, top of the seventh. And it's like what you practice in the backyard. Like, all right, here it goes. The game's on the line. Am I going to get a hit or am I going to get out? It's like. You have two strikes. And then um, I knew the girl that was pitching, too. Props to her. She, she She's good. Um, she's at Texas State now. but Or she's committed to Texas State. I'm sorry. But, um. She, uh, I guess she knew how to pitch to me. Uh, she was going inside, inside, making me hit foul balls. Um, went outside, I would foul them off. And sooner or later, I get two strikes. And then I'm like, all right, I practice this all the time. Like, it's nothing, it's easy. And like, when we're working out and stuff, my dad always tells me, like, it's easy, it's easy work. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> this is not easy. <laughs> but like, the- <laughs> in the box in that moment I was like this is easy like I do this all the time so then I was just like see ball and I thought of Brianna out of all all people I thought of Brianna Brianna always tells me she's like see the ball be the ball (laughs) and so in that moment I was like all right see the ball be the ball and then it was coming and then I hit it and it went over the fence and I I can't describe that feeling that feeling was just like everything everything that I put in before that that game, before that at bat, it felt like it paid off. Um, crossing home plate with my teammates um, with a huge smile around their face. I was just so happy that they were there with me uh, to to accomplish that. And then we finished it off that, that game. Um, and then I, I hit one, maybe I think it was the sixth, no, the, sorry, sorry, the fifth round um, to go to state. And we were down, uh, we were down by one. And then I come up, I think it was like the sixth. Um, it was the sixth inning. We're down by one, nobody on. And it's funny because I knew, I knew this pitcher too. And um, she called time right before she was about to pitch this pitch. And I was like, oh, I know what's coming. And then um, I, I called it. Like I was like, all right, she's going to throw me a screwball, harden in, turn on it. And if it was anything else, I would have I swung and missed because I was swinging at this pitch. Mm. So um, sure enough, it was screwball hardening in. 
and I just turned on it. And that feeling right there was also another great feeling. Um, and then my teammates pulled out the win um, for that game. Somebody else, uh, she, she won the game and we moved on to state. And uh, if you want to talk about the opposite feeling, well, that being the last out at state is the opposite feeling. Yeah, we, of, yeah. Of what I felt. So, yeah. I couldn't even imagine. I know made it to state or nothing like that, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think it like as being being in the stands and watching that game, it was it was it was a wild game. Like it was just like just yeah. imagine if y'all was playing on the high school field, <laughs> like it would have been a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm I'm glad I got put in that position. Um, it was funny how I did because I just got moved to two hole like about two games before that. And if I wasn't in two hole, then one of my other teammates would have had to experience that feeling. And I wouldn't want anyone else to feel how I felt after after that out. So um, it, was, it was funny how I got the last out and I would joke about it at practice. I'd be like, man, I'm, if anything, anything goes down, I'm not I'm not being the last out at state. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care I don't care what's on the line I'm not being the last out and then sure enough <laughs> the time came and that was the last out and then we joke about it now me and my high school friends we joke about it we're like well you're the last out that's what you get for talking smack <laughs> I'm like yep you're right you're so right <laughs> so now I'm, I'm not saying anything about the college world series I'm not saying anything <laughs> I'm just gonna play <laughs> I'm just gonna hope to play <laughs> yeah, and, and hey, that's good. Y'all can you can joke about it now, though, you know, because some people, you know, they can they can hold it in, and mm -hmm. and it can end up hurting you, and you're just thinking about it, just thinking about it. So it's good that you can like just let it go. It is what it is. Like it happened. Time to move on. Well, I can't joke about it with my little sister. I just can't. Oh, Bree, don't <laughs> let nobody make it. <laughs> I, I can't. I just can't. She she reminds me. Um, well, she doesn't remind me every day anymore, but in the summer, she would remind me every day, every day. Hey, remember when you were the last out and then you started crying <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I remember <laughs> like, what's your point? And then she just starts laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is enough. I'm getting bullied by a seven year old at the time. <laughs> Brie is one of a kind, man. It's sure is. one of a kind. So, so Eddie, Eddie, how was how was your feeling? Because I think I, if I recall, I think it was I don't know if it was before that and we was there uh, there. And I think you were saying something about being the last out. And I don't I don't know if it was going into that game or if it was after it. But like just being a parent. Right. And seeing I mean, let's say parent, let's being a daddy and seeing your your baby girl just out there, you know, and just 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 in in pain at the time and there's nothing you can do about it. How how was how would you feel in, in the stands? So at first, my first thought was I failed her. So that was my first thought. I was like, that's all me, right? That was my first thought. And I was like, man, like, you know, there's nothing, but then you look back and there's nothing else we could have done, right? Because we, every time we work, it's like, I get every last drop out of her, you know? So there's like, it's not like 
oh, we should have done this or we should have done that. It's no, we did this and that, right? We did everything we could and it just didn't happen, right? And, and I just felt so much pain for her, seeing her, I guess, her the way she felt, right? Like, mm-hmm. I never want, I would never want her to feel that way, but then I knew that that would make her stronger. Mm-hmm. And And like she said, like, you know, like, I would rather it be her than anybody else also, you know? That's just that's that's being like a great teammate though, right? If you think about it like how she said it, she she would rather that be her than anybody else on the team just to have that feeling. Most people would not think like that. Most people would be like, I wish you could have been there and not me. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think that team, uh, my junior year, like some of them are still my best friends and I I couldn't imagine them feeling that feeling like we um like to this day we still talk about it like i said and they just they tell me like how how did you even cope with that and i'm like i mean the sun comes up the next day like no matter what the sun's going to come up the next day so uh i'm just i'm honestly just really glad that um i i i just knew personal personal life things about my teammates that a lot of people didn't know so that's that's one of the main reasons why I like I had I had nothing nothing going on like personally like it was, I, my life was softball I had nothing going on um, outside of softball um, so that's what that's probably the main reason why and, and here's so we've always listened to you know Kobe you know you're I know you're a basketball guy mm-hmm. we've always listened to Kobe right he's one of our guys that we've always listened to and it's like you can't be afraid to fail right so it's like if you're okay with being hitting that game-winning home run, you got to be okay with, you know, making that last out. You can't be scared. Mm. It's like, you know, you, you can't be scared to take the last shot because you're afraid you're going to miss it, right? right it's yeah. like you, you're you're always thinking, as a hitter, you're always thinking you're going to get that hit, right? So you're never thinking, oh, I'm, you know, what if I don't? It's always, yeah, I, I want to be in that situation and I want to have that pressure, right? And it's like, you know, and... And it's true what, you know, what you say, what everybody says that, you know, pressure is a privilege. It's not, you, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a privilege. You, you get, you got the chance, you know, you're the one who gets a chance to have that pressure on you. Right. And mm-hmm. we've always talked about that, you know, since she was a little girl. Yeah. Okay. Des, how, how is it being a freshman in college sports? Like, do they, do they, do your softball peers, do they treat you different because you're a freshman or everything is okay? Um, I wouldn't say they treat me different. Um, we're just, there's uh, about nine freshmen, nine, ten freshmen, two transfers. So it's a, it's a new team pretty much. Okay. Um, I would say that we're all just learning. Um, we don't get treated, we don't get treated bad. We just, we're all learning. Um, so we have the upperclassmen help us learn. Um, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, a lot of, a lot of kids, um, growing up feel like this girl's bossing me around this, this, and this, but at the end, when you make it to to college, there's going to be people bossing you around because they want to win. And it's not, it's not, they're not just there for fun, right? They're there to win. So you either do it like the program that you chose their way 
or um, get out. Mm. So um, I think that's one of the main things that us freshmen learned um, this first semester is that we got we got to learn their way. Um, so I wouldn't say they treat us different at all. It's it's all love. No, oh, okay, that's that's good to hear, because I know I didn't hear. I mean, it's I guess it's just different colleges. And some people just tell me like they treat freshmen bad and they do this and that. So I think I just, since there's such a big group of us that it's kind of hard to treat us bad because um, we're next up. So it's like, do you want the program to keep going like in the success that the upperclassmen have built or do you just want us to hate it here? So I think that the upperclassmen do such a great job of making everybody love it that we don't mind when when we're on the field and we have girls uh, telling us what to do because we just we know what their intentions are and it's just it's to win so nice and 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 the coach there is she she's I, I don't really I, I don't really know you know who the coach is but is she like a, a understanding coach or is she like I know I mean I'm pretty sure she's just she's hard on you because I mean that's what coaches supposed to do but like, how is she? Her coaching style. Um, her coaching style is uh, tough. She's really, she's really tough on us. Um, she wants, but, but I will say this: um, as the team practice goes on, she will lay back. She'll lay back. She'll watch the practice. She'll watch. Um, we don't really even um, practice. We uh, we do live scrimmages. Um, so she'll watch the scrimmages. She'll watch how people play. Um, and then at the end, uh, we'll all come together um, in our big circle and we'll talk about what needs to get done, what needs to be better and what we did bad and how we're going to fix it. So um, uh, our team motto is to be the best, com- most competitive self, or to be the best, most competitive version of ourselves every single day. How are we going to do that every single day? And so, um, I mean, it's to we we follow being selfless and being disciplined and being disciplined is um, doing something until you can't get it wrong so um, I really love all her mottos that she brings in and then um, how much she's she's invested in us Uh, she's she's a great coach in my opinion and I would I would say my teammates my teammates would have my back on that one too Um, we we all we all love her and we all know that her intentions are always good Nice, nice. Eddie, so the first first day when you dropping her off at college, when you getting back into your vehicle and you headed back to Texas, how how was the feeling? It was tough, but I felt like she was prepared. So I felt like she'll be all right, right? That was the whole thing. So like and then of course I I gotta be strong for the girls, right? So I was, you know, I, I couldn't show my weakness right in front of Brianna. Right? <laughs> so it's like, um, so, but I felt like she was prepared and that she, we've done everything. We've prepared our whole lives for this moment. Right. So it's like, this is what, this is what we've prepared for. She's fine. She'll be fine. Right. That's, that's my whole thing. I've always, that's what I've, it was tough, of course, leaving her there. Right. You know, but. Way too. <laughs> yeah. But that, I thought that, that she'd be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. Cause, man, it's 
I don't even want to think about it, me doing it right now. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Des, how how was your feeling? Once you once you got in, you know, they helping you pa- unpack and then it's time for them to go. Um, well of course the hardest thing was saying bye to Brianna, but I just I knew that I was gonna be home soon. Um, even though it didn't feel like soon, it it did. Um, it came really fast, actually. Um, like, I'm home now. So, right. um, and, I mean, when I got in the dorm, I was just, like, I just took a big, like, deep breath. And I was, like, there's no way I'm actually here. Like, I, there's just no way. And I wouldn't say that that happened right away. Um, I was happy that I made it. But at the same time, like, me and my roommates would sit in the living room and we'd be like, what are we doing? Like, our parents are so far away from us. Like, we're freshmen in college. We're literally living our dream. And we, it's, it's, we just couldn't believe it. And I still feel like that when I'm sitting in the dorm alone. Um, we just reminisce about <laughs> all the high school times and how, how dumb it was to be in high school. And like how it feels to to be an adult, um, really. With we have rules and stuff, but of course, uh, really doing your own thing. So, what being like being in college, you know, being a semester in, what's what's something like, and uh, this um softball related, what's what's something like you would have done more in high school now that you you see like how it is like, you know, practicing in college and, and going through the drills and all of that. I'm sorry. You said it's, it's all soft softball related. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But, um, what's, what's something you would have done more of in, in high school, you know, after, after being in the semester of, of college, like, like at practices, softball practices and stuff like that, seeing like, you know, is it more intense or like what's what's just something you personally would have done more of in high school that would have helped you a little bit more in college? Um, huh. um take infield drills seriously. Mm. Um really focusing on every little thing in the infield. Instead of just having fun taking fungo, really focus on what you're doing. Um and like in high school, my coach would have us do pickups. And I'm like, this is the dumbest draw I've ever done. <laughs> and then I get to college and we're doing pickups in our everydays. Uh-oh. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> can't get away from this lady. Like, <laughs> and I was like, great. She probably got it from my coach in a video or something. So mm-hmm. I'm like, great. So for three years, I was messing around while we're doing pickups when I should have been focused so I could be an expert at them when I get um, to college. So that that was one thing that I was like, man, okay. And then, like, as um, in college, we're taking fungo, and, like, you see nobody laughing. Like, you see nobody, like, having fun or doing uh, tricks or, like, doing stuff like that. And it's like, why is everybody so serious? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I asked, because one of the infielders is one of my roommates, and I asked her, I'm like, why do y'all look like y'all aren't having fun? And she was like, oh, no, we're having fun. It's just, it's all serious when you're on the on the field. Like, you don't have room for, for error. 
And so once you let your guard down, that's when you start making errors. And I would notice that um, in, in high school, like I'd be like, hey, like trying to get the infield together, like telling them like, hey, we need to focus. We need to lock in like we play somebody big this next week. And um, of course, like we would have a couple girls that wouldn't lock in and would um, goof off. And that that's what um, doesn't fly in college. Like they'll they'll simply just ask you to sit down. Um, if you're going to disobey the rules. Um, so I would say taking, uh, taking infield reps more seriously than what people, people do. Um, doing every day, every day, actually doing them every single day. Instead of, like, instead of just calling them every day, do them every day. Because they, they've made me better um, just from the five months I've been in college. Uh, I didn't think that they, they would make me so much better just from taking ground balls, staying still. Um, and then I started doing it with Brianna, too, and Brianna has gotten better within the, the past, like, week with her. And I'm like, okay, if she does these every day all the way until she's my age, she better be a good infielder. Because, <laughs> man. <laughs> but I would just say taking taking the infield reps more serious. Um, really um, – Picking everybody's brain in college, don't just, I mean, in college, in uh, high school, don't just try and stay to yourself, um, especially if you're next to somebody that knows what they're doing. Um, I was fortunate enough to, um, like I said, my junior year, I played with the whole infield. Yep, the whole infield played at the next level. Um, and two of the outfielders played at the next level. So, I mean, the whole team went D1, and then we had two D2 girls so or two no three D2 girls and I mean that was really we were really fortunate to be together on that field so we would always pick each other's brain um, and I think that really helped me going into college because I played with so many different girls on that field so many different personalities Um, so really just investing in and then really just investing in the process of, of that high school journey and then this past year, um, I played with the Bombers, and uh, every single girl next to me was going into the SEC, except for our two Oklahoma girls and our two Texas girls. And so every single everybody else was going into the SEC, and that's just that's like three notches up from my high school team. That's <laughs> that's crazy. That's mm-hmm. I, no, she just changed. She had that roster as a screensaver. Yeah, <laughs> y'all roster the bombers roster as a as a screensaver on the phone. And she would tell me like I'm like Des like why do you have this? And she her thing was like I'm gonna be on this team and I want a school like this beside my name. I'm like <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice like can't really say nothing about that. But yeah, she like how, how but and like how was it playing on that team just like you is it was like you, you know, like it's all college girls, D1 college girls. Like that had to be like a good, a really good feeling knowing that you're playing like, you know, with all these girls. I mean, that that was fun. Like now I see them in their media days, in their um, uniforms, and it's like, wow, like I was just playing with y'all like six months ago. Like, this is freaking cool. Like, I'm so glad that that everybody 
went to the college of their dreams. Um, but actually playing, playing with them, um, I, I'm, it was tough. Like it was tough because we were all fighting for a spot. We had girls on the bench going to um, SEC schools as well. So it's like, and Coach Scott wasn't afraid to just pull you out the game and put somebody else in. So um, it, it was tough. It was it was a it was a tough year, but it made it made me better, and I'm sure it made the other girls better too. Um, now going into call or now in college, and it's like we got four girls behind me wanting wanting this spot at every single position. So it's like um, I feel like it really prepared me for college because growing up I really like honestly never um got an inning off I would always um be playing um when everybody else was still subbing in and stuff and I would I would be playing the whole time but this past year um I sat I sat maybe a couple games maybe like five games and I've I've never I've never had to sit out a whole game and it's like what the heck right (laughs) and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like wow okay um so then I would just um when I would get my shot I would want want to prove that I belong in the field and um I'm just glad that uh coach Scott would give me opportunities like that and um, I was able to work my way on the field so that was that was really good um, development wise um but I really loved playing with the girls um we we all got better from each other um Especially, like I said, with all the different personalities, um, we like we have rival schools playing on the same field. Like that, that's just that's so cool because then we're leaving there, being good friends, and then now when we see each other in college, it's gonna be like, hey, you know. So, like I was just playing with you, so yeah. I think I think that's 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 really cool that travel softball brings um, to all the kids bring everybody together mm-hmm. that's what it need to be they need to stop bringing people together younger ages to yeah, have, i mean like, on this on this team i i played against all those girls like when they were on different teams i played against all of them growing up and then like finally we all came together um by accident and we we're all together um with coach scott this last year and that was that was pretty cool mm-hmm. Okay, Eddie. Um, what's what's something that Eddie right now would tell the younger Eddie? What what positive advice would you give your younger self? Um, I guess to kind of like like I guess it's hard like to enjoy the moment, right? Because it it flies by so fast. So we were so focused on getting better for the weekend, right? Like I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. it's like we're working, 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 working. We never really had time to look up and, and be like, hey, you know, like that was pretty good, right? Like, we, you know, you're getting better, that type of deal. It was just like, yeah, you're getting better, but let's go. We got to go get to work, right? It was never, we never really sat back and enjoyed it, right? And it, it just flies by so fast, right? It's like 10 years later, now you know Des is in college, right? So it's like, so it, it's that's one thing that that I would tell I would have would tell myself is you know, slow down and enjoy every moment of it, 
right? Because looking back now, it's like I loved it. I wouldn't change anything, but I would sit back and enjoy some of it, right? Mm-hmm. Got you. Not just move on, right? On to the next. <laughs> on to the next. All right, now we got to work on this. Okay, now, okay, we're getting better there. Now let's just work on this. Now, okay, now we got to work on this, right? So it's like, okay, yeah, we're good. Now let's work on this. Yeah. Let's, let's sit back and and enjoy the development, right? And and enjoy. And I try to do that with Brianna, but it's just so hard. And then the, the talent level isn't there, like the way Des was. So it's kind of like, that's another thing. Like, like everybody that, like, you, you know, right? You have, you have two kids playing, so you know that they're not the same, right? So yeah, it's like, that's, that's the thing that parents need to realize that don't, all your kids aren't going to be the same. So you have to treat them. You're going to have to treat them different in the world of sports, right? If, it's like with with this i would just give i give her a dirty look or i would look at her and i would see her fire like i would see the the fire burning and be like all right watch this right mm-hmm. and like with brianna I, you, you see i'll give her that look and she would yeah. start crying right yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it's like it's a whole different a whole different way of learning how to talk to different you know i guess and it's only my kids right but it goes across the board of, you know, coaching, right? It goes all the way across the board with different personalities. So you can't coach everybody the same. Yeah. You, know, you, you treat everybody fairly, but you coach everybody differently, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of the things that 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 you, you have to take into consideration when you're coaching so many different kids. Right? You, you, you're not going to get the same response from one kid by yelling at them if, if you would to the other kid right so yeah that's like with my kids if you yell at them they they finna be crying and everything (laughs) (laughs) and some kids some kids need that right some kids need need to be yelled at you know you and then they're like oh okay he's serious yeah okay and then it's like, all right, I'll show you, right? But then others are like, yeah, like, why is this guy yelling at me, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's Brianna. Like, her first, I forgot, uh, I forgot who it was that was yelling. And she's like, looks at us and she's like, why is he yelling? Oh, it was a team we were playing against. <laughs> and then, she, like, coach was yelling like crazy. And she's looking at me. She's like, "Why is he yelling? Why is he so mad?" <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "I'm like, I don't know. That's just the way he coaches." And she just shakes her head. You know how she is. She just shakes her head and walks off. <laughs> I think that's like the one thing that we don't really have, like on the eight U style, is a yelling coach. Right, right. So we don't. Rather just talk to the girls one on one, like right there in the dugout. Like, you know, like, and I, and I mean, nothing wrong with, with yelling if that's the way you coach. But like you said, everybody just, every girl can't can't handle it. Yeah. And everybody has a different coaching style too, right? So it's like, and like us, you know, you know how we are in practice when they start getting out of, a little bit out of hand. Hey, go to the pole, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you still want to hold them accountable. But I mean, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to go crazy yelling or anything. It's like, hey. You know, if you're not, if you're going out of line, you're going to be running, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we got some of those kids, well, which pole? It's like, well, you know what? <laughs> Run to every one of those poles until I get tired. It's like, all five of them. Yeah, all five of those. Run, touch that one, come back, go to the other one. It's like... Oh, yeah, we sure got those kids. 
<laughs> but hey, you gotta love them, man, because oh, they for sure. have fun at the same time. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> when I first started again with you know helping Thomas with the eight year, I was like, man. I go, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, Thomas. Like, I feel lost here. <laughs> like, it's like a whole different world. You know, it's like, I go, just tell me what you need from me and uh, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go do it. It's like, I don't know what the hell, <laughs> what I get myself into again. <laughs> and it's just like some of them, you know, like all girls, man, you got some of them that just really want it and the other ones that's like, uh, but. Yeah, hopefully they all succeed. That's all thing. Yeah, that's all. That's all that matters. Just wish them the best. So, Des, what's what's something now you can tell the younger Des to do more of? Um, probably chill out. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I wouldn't say like work ethic wise or anything like that. Like, it's all paid off. But I would say like chill out in the mind like um there's there's really no such thing as a slump but um you get yourself in a little hot box with yourself um in your mind and I feel like I went through that um a couple of times growing up and it's like um now in college I feel myself doing doing that to myself when there's nobody around and I'm like all right like this this machine is throwing 70 I'm swinging a 31-ounce bat, a baseball bat, and I'm hitting small baseballs coming at me at my shins. Like, is this is this easy or is this hard? Like, you need to chill out. Like, that's that's really that's really how how I see it. Um, so, growing up, I was always like, I went like my dad said, like a lot of people like want to go five for five, and uh, do so good, but it's not gonna happen. Like. I wanted, I wanted to hit and hit and hit and make every single um, play on the field, every single play. I wanted to, I wanted to um, make no errors and I wanted to never get out. But of course, that's that's never going to happen to anybody. Um, so I would, like, in the cage, I would get so mad. I would come out here by myself um, around the age of maybe 13, 12, around that age, and I'd get so mad. I would throw the bat across the across the cage <laughs> with nobody out here with me. Um, I think it's the first time my dad's hearing this too. I would come out here and get so mad, and I would hit my bat on the on the tee, or I would hit my bat on the pole because <laughs> I was so mad. And I'm like, you're literally like now like looking back, and I'm like, I was messing up on a tee. Like, <laughs> like come on, like the ball's not even moving. Like that's a joke. <laughs> like come on. And so I was like um, getting so angry at myself and I just think of um, I would have just chilled out and slowed down my swing and just really focus on what I'm doing wrong. Then it wouldn't be an issue um, to get so mad. And like uh, I'll say I was hitting with a couple of my teammates uh, earlier last week and we were hitting and I was getting so mad because uh, the machine was throwing curveballs. And they were like high and outside curveballs, and I'm like, man. So I'm just trying. I'm trying to square up every single one of these, and then I would mess up. Like I, w- I would say, all right, last one. And then of course, mess up, right? So <laughs> I would mess up every single time. I would say last one, and then I got so mad. I I got PTSD, and I threw my bat into the into the um, the cage. I didn't throw it across the cage. That's where my teammate was. 
but I threw it in, into the cage. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. And then I, I called it, I called it a day that day. And I was like, man, you need to chill out. Like, that's not, it's not easy. Like you need to chill out. Just go, go back the next day and hit twice as much, like really get feel like do, um, do, do your swing over and over and feel what you're doing wrong on every single swing. And so the next day I went back and I was feeling what I did wrong. And it took me about mm, 15 balls to adjust. And I'm like, man, I could have done this yesterday before I threw the bat. And so I just feel like getting so angry with yourself. Um, it only helps sometimes like it's, it's a different type of angry when you're, when you want to be better. But if you're getting angry at yourself, um, like, how, how do I say it? You're getting angry at yourself just just to pick something out of your swing um, because you're not perfect. That's that's when you're in trouble because nobody's going to be perfect all the time. So I feel like um, a lot of kids around around this age, like around the the 12 year age, um, kind of um, like they're like, what am I doing wrong? And I'm like, it's nothing. You're not doing anything wrong. Like, just see the ball and hit the ball. And then they're like, okay. And then they see the ball and hit the ball. And I'm like, sometimes you just got to slow down. It, that's, that's, just, that's just my thought process, though. Um, so I just say, get, stop getting so angry at yourself. What's, what's, a, what's, some, what's some good advice you would give these, these younger girls coming up and trying to make it to? The D1 school, or I mean, just any any college to the next level. What's some good advice? No, I mean, making it there, being a person that that have succeeded and and made it to D1 top Power Five conference. What's some good advice you'll give to uh, these younger girls coming up? Um, I feel like just taking it day by day, um, working every day, really, um, to. I guess uh, relay back on taking it day by day. Um, every day matters. So uh, me and my dad listen to uh, podcasts all the time. Um, and they talk about how people um, people sleep longer than uh, pe- less successful people sleep longer than successful people. Um, so we were, I think it was Kobe that was talking and, oh no, um, that one, uh, Kem- Kevin Garnett, maybe, um, somebody was talking and they were saying that they would wake up at 4 a.m. because the people on the, on the East coast would be up, um, at that time. Mm-hmm. And so he would wake up at 4 a.m. and, uh, get his workout in and then go eat and then get another workout in. So by the time all, everybody else wakes up, um, on the on the west coast they were getting ready for their for their first workout when he's already done with his two so i feel like taking it day by day and not letting the hours um fly by um without getting anything done so i feel like um little girls or kids need to um really really take advantage of every single hour that's in a day um what i see now is um a lot of a lot of girls go through the motions, um, and I feel like, yeah, going through the motions will only get you so far. Um, knowing the basic mechanics, knowing the basic fundamentals, everything, um, and then coming out here and doing it, um, 
once a week. Um, like my dad was saying, it's not gonna it's not gonna fly. Um, working every single day, working hard every single day, um, like hitting once a day, or sorry, hitting every day is not working hard. Um, hitting, fielding, and working out um, every single day is working hard. Um, maybe throw two workouts in here and there. Um, that's for my like 12 year olds, uh, 12, 13, going into 14 year. Um, but for my little ones, um, like Brianna's age and Tenu, um, I would just say enjoy it, like really enjoy it, have fun, because it's over, it's over so fast. Like I said, when I when I uh, said bye to travel so, travel ball this last this past year, I couldn't believe it. I just I couldn't believe it. I it really it that feeling sucked because I wanted it to last forever, and. Um, some of the little ones think that this uh, this feeling lasts forever, and it it doesn't. It sooner or later it's going to be over. So um, I really just want to see them have fun and uh, really just love the sport. Um, but always uh, be a student first and the athlete second. So nice, nice. That was that's for all you little ones. I didn't that hopefully with all the parents, you know, that's, that's listening to the podcast, y'all, this is an episode for y'all kids to listen to. So, <laughs> I could add something to, to that. Like you uh-huh. want quality over quantity, right? So mm. you have, I have some kids that be like, Oh yeah, I hit a hundred balls yesterday or, or I hit, you know, I'm going to go hit 200 balls, but I know, cause I know the kid, I know they were not focused. Right. And it's like, okay, I know you hit a hundred balls, but was it quality? Right. It is, what did you do? It's like, oh, I just hit the ball. Right. But it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'd rather you hit, you know, 20 balls that are your laser focused at what you're doing than hit 200 balls. Right. It's like, so it doesn't mean you have to go out and hit 500 balls a day. It just means you got to be focused on the ones that you do hit. Right. You can hit. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, it doesn't have to be a five-hour workout. Of, it just has to be qua- a quality workout of what you're maximizing your time and your focus on what you're doing at that moment, right? So that's that's one of the big things I feel. Like, like it's the, the quanti- quality over uh, quantity. And that'll be that'll be forever. Um, my, my college coach just sent us an email yesterday, and uh, she said um, it's better to work – five days out of the week than work three days out of the week and work twice as hard those days. So um, it's always better for quality over quantity. Um, mm-hmm. That's nice. Nice. So man, y'all, this was real good. You know, just, I mean, like me, you know, I've been knowing y'all for a couple years now, you know, so a few things I've heard that y'all, y'all say, but, it's, it's always good to hear hear different things and the way people go about the way they want to do what they want to do and how they, you know, want to succeed in, in life. And and as we know, softball was your, your way of getting through life, and it paid off at the end. So, man, I want to – I got one last question for y'all, and it's who would y'all like to – to hear on the on the podcast but the the answer y'all give y'all have to help me out 
I, I stole this one, Eddie. I stole yeah. that. I, I <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, whenever y'all, you know, and, and, it's, and y'all can think about it, and it's not something that y'all have to give an answer out right at this moment, but, you know. Just, just, yeah, just. There's, uh, there's a few people that I would think would be pretty good for this in the softball world. Yeah, and and man, I was trying to you know go in different sports, but these basketball and football people, I don't know us. Like I'm not gonna keep, I'm not gonna keep getting left on red, man. <laughs> I have I have a basketball guy that I think would be pretty good, but I I kind I'm kind of biased right now, and I want to grow the softball sport. Yep, and, so and I, think, I feel like if we get a whole bunch of more softball people, then I'll slide in the, the basketball guy. <laughs> <laughs> and see, and, and man, Eddie, that's crazy because that's exactly what what I was trying to do. I was trying to mix it up, but like, man, I, I mean, I messaged about ten people in the football and basketball, and some of them like, yeah, man, I'm down. You know, I give them a date, and then that's the last I hear of them. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna be worried about y'all. My my softball people be down, yeah. like. <laughs> some yeah, of them I messaged and they be ready in the same week like I'm like no like let me set a date you know but, it's like in house right take care of your people first yeah. take care of the <laughs> softball world first <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's just that's just what I'm a, what I'm gonna do and yeah, I'm gonna just go from there if I get some football people or basketball people in like it's a plus but I'm gonna just just give my not keep my stuff in, in the softball world because Shit, it's, it's just helping me out at the end of the day. Yeah. So. But man, I wanna I wanna thank y'all, you know, for y'all time. I know y'all some busy people, and I know you know dads might not be here for too long, so you wanna, you know, spend as much time with her as you can before she head back to Tennessee. So I wanna thank y'all for you know giving me this time out of y'all busy schedule of being guests on the podcast. Oh, no, yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Yes, me too. Me too. <laughs> me too. So we're going to end there and just tell y'all, man, just have a good day. Good night. All right. You too, Fer. Have good, a good night. night. Thank you. All right. No problem. Yeah. Man, there y'all have it, man. Episode 10 in the books, man. Hey, I want to give a shout-out again, man, to Eddie and Dad, you know, giving me their time. You know, she a you know, college freshman. You know, she coming home to be with her family, but she took her time out. You know, they took their time out, you know, to to give me an hour of their time out of their busy schedule, you know, to to be on the podcast, man. I really appreciate that, man. Um, and I have a, you know, a quick sponsor, you know, man. I want to give a shout out to, to Ruben Gonzalez, Outlaw Custom Creations, man. If y'all ever need some good work done with shirts, man, he got these hats, man. They fire too, man. He, 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 he got me right, man. I appreciate you, Ruben. Uh, man, Outlaw Custom Creations, man. He on Facebook, man. Look him up. Look him up, man. Y'all won't be disappointed. Uh, my boy Jeremy, you know, he Mr. G's tent. 
Y'all that tend them windows. Levi's recent more. We still, you know, we took a little break, Christmas holidays, but back New Year, she'll be ready. You she'll be ready. Thomas out there getting them kids right. He back, he back. Y'all need to holler at him for real. He for sure get them kids right on this break. And Levi's mobile detailing, we here. You know, man, we trying to trying to make a come up here in the San Antonio area, so y'all y'all get y'all book book them book them appointments, man. Peace.